Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Winston Preparatory School is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities. Learn more about Winston Prep and register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu. You know, it's August, and um, I guess at any time of year, it's not, the, it's not a bad time to figure out what are the options for your kids in school. It's a bewildering array, much more than you might realize. It isn't just about... Uh, it isn't really just about either the very expensive private school that you may feel is out of reach or a parochial school that may or may not be uh, the right choice for your child or a public school that you may find to be wanting in some ways. There are a lot of different options. There are magnet schools, charter schools, and all of those other categories as well. And I really thought that um, this next guest and her organization, National School Choice, well, School Choice, uh, had done a pretty good job, Shelby Doyle, of letting us know what the options are based on our state and even drilling down more based on our zip code. And since it is August, I thought, Shelby Doyle, welcome back to the show. You're the VP of Public Awareness for School Choice, that it was a good time to have you back on to tell us what's been updated and what we need to know. So welcome back to the show, Shelby. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a great time to talk about it. When you look at our website traffic, this is one of the top times of the year when parents start Googling like, wait, I kind of meant to do something different for next school year. What what can I still finagle for the upcoming school year for my son or daughter? And I really want to help. So let's begin with this. You have a website called schoolchoiceweek.com, right? That's right. So, and we just redesigned it so it's easier to use than ever. Schoolchoiceweek.com. That's week is in the period of time. And we give you a state-by-state rundown. Um, That's really important because for your listeners who are located in, you know, different states, even if they're a few miles away from each other, education policy is totally different. Um, You can go to your state roadmap and find out about the education options that your son or daughter has and find lists of schools based on where you live. So I am on your website, 
And that's really what, how I want to help our audience today. I'm on your okay. website, theschoolchoiceweek.com, with a guide. And if I click on Connecticut, it says choosing a school, you've got options. And it's literally a whole page called Connecticut State Guide. Then you have all these other links. But what would you recommend is the best way to do this? Do you want to recommend that we read everything or that we then go to our zip code to search for schools near me? In other words, what is it that you are telling us in this website that we as parents may not otherwise know? Sure. So our recommendation is a pretty straightforward, if you really are starting from the beginning, as a seven-step process, and that's linked on that page two towards the bottom. Um, oh, if you I really want to kind of do guide. start to finish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may be more intensive than some parents need. You know, in some cases, you know kind of exactly what you're looking to change to, or there's a school you just heard about from your neighbor or your friend that you want to look into. If you already know what that looks like, great. But if you really want to kind of start to finish, go through this thought process, we encourage you to think about what you're bringing to the table in terms of your preconceptions. You know, we all went to school somewhere and we all remember what we liked and didn't like there. Mm -hmm. And then we know our kids well. So how how are you mapping that on to what you're looking for for your son or daughter? Do you want them to have the same experience for you as you or do you want it to be different? And what do you want to be different? Um, and then also identifying those goals that are specific to that child and then making a list of what that needs to look like in a school. Um, and that's where we say you start kind of those first three steps and then you start building out a list of specific schools that you want to look into. But that kind of initial little bit introspective, little bit conversational time with your family, we think can be helpful because sometimes people get stuck in a rut of trying to replicate or react to Um, something that they did or didn't like. And there's just a whole different ecosystem out there than when we went to high school or when your parents did. And it's important to kind of of give yourself a little bit of a reset before you bring that into the decision-making process. Well, what I think is so remarkable, this is what I want people to know, Shelby. It's called schoolchoiceweek.com. I think that whoever has created this information So, for example, search for schools near me. I'll put in my zip code. It's 06880. Okay. Then distance five miles. I'm going to make it 10 miles. I'd be willing to go 10 miles. Then the school type, you can either do traditional public school, public charter school, public magnet school, or private school. I'm going to leave that empty because I want to see what all the choices are. And then grade levels, I don't know. Let me start with kindergarten or pre-K. Then you click search schools. And all these schools come up that I had no idea were there. And that's the most amazing thing. And then you have links to their website, how to get directions, their telephone number, whether or not they charge tuition, how many students are in them, what kind of a school is it? Is it just pre-K and K or does it go greater than that? And then a quote-unquote full profile. Like I never heard of something called the Old Hill Children's Day School on Wilton Road, which is probably around the corner from me. It has 49 students, and I never heard of it. Uh, there are all the, I mean it, really. There's all these other ones, uh, St. Paul's Christian School, Lutheran School, All Saints, Jefferson, and then you have the public schools, side-by-side charter school on Chestnut Street in Norwalk. That's probably three miles from my house. I didn't even know it existed. Seven Acres Montessori, Fairfield Country Day, Brookside Elementary. It goes on and on. 
And it's just, Shelby, where did you get all this information from? Is this AI? Is this AI that helped you do this? It's an unbelievable database. That's what I want people to know. It's an extraordinary database, schoolchoiceweek.com. No matter what school you know your kid is going to, it behooves you to see what the choices are because it's amazing. It's amazing how many choices we have for our kids to go to school. It's amazing. It is. It is amazing. It absolutely is. We partner with um, a company called Private School Review and Public School Review to get this data, and they update this year round. They, you know, have a whole team that does all this research. And what we've done through this tool is put it in the context of what we know about actually choosing and what we think parents are most interested in looking at as that initial take on the school. So that's where this tool came from. But I'm glad you brought that up because it's important for parents to kind of get this comprehensive look. This is one of the things that I think is the most powerful part of making this decision is being really objective and really comprehensive about what you consider. It's so easy for all of us. And we do surveys on this. So, you know, it comes out in the data, but we can get really caught up in what our friends and neighbors or our relatives, aunts and uncles or cousins are choosing. Um, If they happen to live near us, everybody's got an opinion, right? on where yes. their kids go, yes. what what school's good, what school's bad, what they've heard about this other one down the street but have never visited in person. That's all well and good, and, and everybody hears that and, and takes it into consideration. But it's really important when you're deciding for your kid to be objective and to really keep an open mind at the beginning part of this search, cast a wide net, and narrow it down based on what you know about your kid and your goals, not, you know, just because somebody else you know and like and respect loves this one school for their kid does not mean it's going to be the perfect choice for you. And it's not weird if it isn't. Um, and so we're trying to make sure parents have an objective, comprehensive starting point for that decision. And who funds you? Who funds your organization? Where do you get money? Sure. Yeah, so we're a nonprofit. We're funded by family foundations who are passionate about parents having this information. So we don't do any political lobbying or advocacy or anything like that. Um, We're just a public awareness group, and we take charitable donations from anybody who will uh, help support us. Do you have any standards? In other words, are both accredited and unaccredited schools on your website or only accredited schools on your website? We, well, we certainly do have standards. We keep an eye on if there's schools that are being seriously um, investigated for problems, we'll make sure that they're removed. But generally speaking, we take a listing from any school that is open and, and legal to attend in an area. Okay. So you're not checking to see whether or not they've been accredited in the state in which they operate. We are not directly doing that, no. Um, I'm not. I'm honestly not 100% sure what public or private school review do on that regard, but um, those are, we'll take a listing from, from any place that is a part of their database. Okay. That makes sense. By the way, I have to tell you, you need to take another look at Connecticut schools because one of them that's coming up is a school that closed. Okay. What's yeah. the name of that school? It's called Our Lady of Fatima Catholic School in Wilton, and it closed. Okay. And when I clicked on the website, just because I was curious to say whether or not in a click, you know, you could see, oh, I'm sorry, the school closed. Somebody has already hijacked their website and it goes to a casino. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. So <laughs> well, we don't want that. Thanks for yeah, letting me know. Okay. Um, we'll that's make sure fine. we refresh that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I mean, because it's hard to keep up. And it's unusual for schools to close. I don't fault you for that. It was, you know. But, uh, but I, I just think that this is the most extraordinary. It's just, I wish I had that. As a, if I had this as a parent, it would have been, it would have saved me a tremendous amount of legwork to figure out the options. Uh, my own kids cycled in and out of public school and private school, each of them for different reasons, for different grades throughout their entire K-12 education. Actually, pre-K, right? Pre-K to 12 education. And I did a lot of homework, and I don't have any regrets about the schools that I found. But I really think that this would have been a very, very helpful website to get going. And I'm, you know, again... There are schools I didn't even know about that are within a stone's throw of where I live. And I think that's what's going to be the surprise to so many parents. Yeah, I, I'm glad to hear that. I really hope parents do find it helpful. I know for, for all of us, especially if you live in an area that is busy or has a lot of young kids, it can, you know, maybe you've had the experience where that top school you wanted your kid to go to has a wait list or you've missed the cutoff for applying and that can feel really overwhelming um, because that was what you had your heart set on. And so it can be really helpful if you are in that position to kind of get this look and find out that there are options that you maybe hadn't considered um, that you may like just as well or better than where you were thinking about going. Um, especially if you are, you are looking at this time of year, this is a time where you want to have a lot of options on the table because, of course, they're, you know, some of the most popular schools that everybody's talking about may be full by this point you know, going into the school year. But that doesn't mean there's not a great school that you can still get to and choose. Uh, we're talking about schoolchoiceweek.com. Schoolchoiceweek.com is one word. Uh, there, is a, there is a term on your website, Shelby, that I'm not familiar with. You try very well to explain it, I think. But I'd still like you to explain it to us, called micro schools. You say Connecticut micro schools and mix and match learning. And you say a micro school refers to students gathering in a small group with adult supervision to learn, explore, and socialize. But it's not necessarily a legal construct. What is a micro school? Yeah. 
It's an emerging type of school choice, and it's something everybody's in the process of getting comfortable defining. So microschools have been around for more than a decade, and when they started, they were mostly private or charter schools, and they really were identified based on truly the size of the school, right, micro school. And they were specifically oriented towards having really small groups of students learn together. Then during the COVID-19 pandemic, we saw this innovation for a lot of folks who wanted to find some in-person socializing options for their students who were learning online. And so you saw these things called pandemic pods or learning pods crop up, which were kind of support structures for a schooling situation that was already figured out in a family, but they would get kids together to, you know, learn at one person's house in small groups. That kind of blended into this sector. And then now that we've come out of the pandemic for the most part and things are back to normal, what we see now with microschools and mix and match learning is kind of a combination of these things. So that's why we have it defined this way. What is truly the case with really any microschool is going to be an emphasis on really small groups of students learning together, but they may either be in an independent school that is designed for a small group of students, or they may be a independent support structure that brings together kids who maybe are homeschooled, who learn online, or who go to an in-person school a few days a week, and then go to a micro school to socialize with other kids the other days of the week that they're not in the classroom. So it can kind of take a lot of shape. They may, so you could be a micro schooler and, and technically be filed as a homeschooler in your state, right? But you're part of this micro schooling ecosystem. And then mix and match learning is increasingly common and paired with this because it's easier and easier in states to do a combination of different types of schools. So you can be a homeschooler in your state in a lot of places and enroll in part-time public school classes for things that you're not comfortable teaching at home. That's a growing trend. Yes. And that's where we're getting this mix and match learning term. Really? I've never heard that. In other words, you can have, you can say, okay, I'm a parent and I think I can teach English and history reasonably well, but on the maths and sciences, no way. And you can have your kid only go to public school for math and science. That's yes. That's the case in some states. It's not the case in every state. Um, it's, I, I would say it's a growing interest that parents have. And I mean, who wouldn't, right? Wow. Um, but it, that's, that's something that I'm, I'm watching eagerly and I'm interested in. I think it makes a ton of sense. You know, these families are I wouldn't, are obviously... by the way, Shelby, I wouldn't. I never wanted to be you my wouldn't. kid's teacher. No, no, no. I felt that my job as a parent was, and, and felt very strongly, um, that my job as a parent was not to assume that the public schools were teaching my kids um, everything they needed to learn, and certainly in terms of values, front and center at home. Uh, but, um, but I also never wanted to be their teacher in school. I, I feel very strongly and felt very strongly that school is about learning how to socialize with your peers as much as it is about learning what you're supposed to learn in a textbook. And I felt that there was no substitute for that. I wanted them you get on the bus or the carpool or whatever it was and figure out how to navigate relationships in a larger community. I felt very strongly about that. Well, fair enough. And, and that makes total sense. I think for, for so many reasons, you know, this generation, especially families who are working hybrid, you know, or something, for instance, are looking for that pace of family life. And, and even 
that socialization to look like what they think of as normal um, in this day and age, which certainly has changed, right? We're not all in the office uh, five days a week. So it could be a bad thing, could be a good thing, but it's always interesting to see how schools kind of update things to fit the family lifestyle, which is always evolving. Well, I I think the flexibility is, is a beautiful thing. I really think flexibility is key because you know, we're, we're hoping to move to a paradigm of customizing our medical care. So why shouldn't we be customizing our educations too, right? That's what you're talking about. You're talking about custom, customizing education to fit the student and the family. And listen, if you're paying your tax dollars anyway, then why shouldn't you be able to theoretically avail yourself of some of public school? But on the other hand, it might be a nightmare administratively for the school system itself. And I wonder how well the administration would embrace something like that. It'd be interesting to see. It's fascinating, really. It is. It's, it's you know, that cutting edge of policy. I think there's lots of considerations going on. We're seeing this particularly happen in states that do have more private school choice programs. And so I think there's an incentive for public schools to be to become one of the providers who can get the funding that these private, these private or homeschooling families are able to choose and direct how they wish. They can direct that back into the public school system if they're able to enroll in some part-time classes. There can be some um, symbiosis there in places that are expanding, especially private and homeschooling options and support. Um, So we see that happening in the last year in in Utah and Montana. They've particularly doubled down on making it accessible for homeschoolers to choose part-time public schooling to supplement that as well. I'm, I'm fascinated to see how that plays out. Yeah, those are obviously very different kinds of geographies than Connecticut as well. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. what's really what's really interesting, Shelby, I just want to let our audience know is that on your micro school tab of the schoolchoiceweek.com in the Connecticut page of the map, which is very easy to navigate, you talk about in Bethel something called learner space. You see in Shelton there's something called from seeds to sprouts with a, quote, one-room schoolhouse with collaborative homeschooling, something called the Connecticut Invention Convention. We just had everybody, we just had the, the executive director of that on our show in studio yesterday uh, with one of the oh, winners. Oh, that's awesome. Very awesome. An education nonprofit supporting K-12 innovation and entrepreneurship. This young lady um, invented a special kind of brush for dancers that had a mirror on it and different cosmetic applications. Very cool. And um, something called the Wildflower Montessori Micro School coming soon to Connecticut, but you don't say where. So I just, I am, I'm so grateful that your organization has taken the time to do this for people. I just wanted to share the information that you're already sharing so well. So it's called schoolchoiceweek.com. Shelby, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's great. Thanks so much for having me and happy back to school season to all the families out there as they coordinate and shop and get ready to dive back in. I hope it's as smooth as possible. Shelby Doyle, thank you so much. It's called schoolchoiceweek.com. No matter where you are, no matter where you're listening to me now, no matter what zip code, no matter what state, uh, I promise you that if you're thinking about a school or a school choice, it's a fantastic place to start. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 